0: If you look at all the marketing texts, they have things like an hour after someone signs up, you should send them an email because they might have signed up and forgotten about your tool. That doesn't work with developers. They're just annoyed that you emailed them twice within the hour, like once for signing up and then a little later for, hey, do you still remember me?
1: Hi everyone, you're listening to Scaling DevTools, the show that investigates how DevTools go from zero to one. I'm joined today by Kilian Valkov, who is the founder of Polypane. And Polypane is the browser for ambitious web developers. Uh, Killian, could you tell us a bit about what that means, uh, ambitious web developers?
0: Yeah, so Polypane is a browser that, uh, that I originally created to help me with... Uh, like essentially, just responsive design. Uh, like the whole idea of the prototype was it feels stupid to resize my browser all the time. So what if I didn't have to resize my browser all the time? Uh, but since then, uh, it has really grown into an app that still deals with responsive design, but also with like different media queries, like developing for dark mode and light mode, for reduced motion. Forced colors, etc., um, for accessibility testing uh, to make sure you have the right color contrast, the right site structure, the right meta tags, uh, and like just general quality, uh, like web vitals, um, uh, HTML validation stuff like that. Uh, so it really nowadays is a is a tool for everything related to building really good websites Um, and you know that's what ambitious web developers want to do they they always want to be or get the most out of the work they do Uh, and and polypane really helps with that
1: yeah and it's uh it makes so much sense when you think about it it's like everyone building websites is using their browser all day long and yet using a tool that's not designed with developers in mind so much, um, primarily designed for, you know, internet users rather than the people making the websites. So yeah, definitely. And you're hundred percent bootstrapped as well, right? I'm
0: I'm hundred percent bootstrapped. Yes.
1: Yes. Amazing. So everyone go support Killian uh, on this journey and go get Polypane. Um, Killian. So today we're going to dive into, um, onboarding, and particularly onboarding developers, because I know that's something that you have a lot of expertise in and that you've spent a lot of time thinking about. Um, So I wondered if you could maybe introduce us to the journey that you went on in terms of um,
0: learning how to onboard developers. Yeah, absolutely. So um, my journey is as follows. I did everything wrong and now it kind of works. Um, so the, the neat thing about developers is that they're very aware of like when they're being marketed to, uh, but also when, what they want and what's like the app or the, 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 uh, company wants don't align. And that makes sense because like all the companies lie to them and they know better, um, you know this, I know this. Whenever like you have to deal with some organization and they're like, I'm sorry, the system won't let me do that. They're like, "Eh, that's not how it works. Uh, So, so, um, yeah, they're like hypersensitive to the truth in a way. Uh, And that, that also goes back to like literally every tool out there promises developers they'll be like 10 times more productive and that's just never true Uh, so whenever we as developers see that we like automatically dismiss it so those are all things that you don't have to explain to developers but if you're like me and you need to for better or worse, market an app, what you're going to do is like, listen to all the marketing experts, uh, and, and do as they say, because you know, they're, they're the experts. Um, so that's, that's what I did with my initial onboarding, um, specifically talking about like the email onboarding flow, um, And we can talk about like in app onboarding, uh, a little later. Um, but like, if you look at all the marketing texts for how should your email onboarding flow look, uh, they have things like an hour after someone signs up, you should send them an email because they might've signed up and forgotten about your tool, um that doesn't work with developers. They're just annoyed that you emailed them twice within the hour, like once for signing up and then a little later for, hey, do you still remember me? Also things like, you know, you have to keep emailing them throughout their trial period, which Polypane has a has a two-week trial period. And, you know, you have to keep mailing them like at least once every two days so they don't forget that you exist. Um, Which again, I'm sure it works for a lot of tools, uh, but it just ends up being very annoying if people are engaged anyway. Um, or if they, you know, don't suffer from short term memory loss, uh, and they know what they did two days ago, um, which all makes sense if you say it out loud, but I still had to discover that on my own through many annoyed emails from many developers. Um, but yeah, so that that's just like a journey that you have to go through, um and I figured you know it's better to start with like the default what most marketing experts say like this is the type of email flow you should use. Uh, and then just essentially what happens was like cutting off of it and ending up with something decent. Um, so that's, that's what I've been doing. Um, then in terms of like the content of those emails, there's really, there's two types of emails I, I sent during the trial. Uh, one is sort of like State, status updates, like you're, you're halfway through the trial, you have a few days left. Uh, and then the other is information gathering, which is where most of like the useful feedback comes from. Like um, how are things going? Like after a few days, send an email. Um, you've been using Polypane for a few days now. Can you let me know what you like, what you don't like? It really helps me out. Um, and I get a ton of feedback on that and that's super high value. Um, but then also, uh, after the trial ends and people, uh, don't convert, I sent a mini email asking like essentially why. Um, and that really helps as well, uh, because it, it gives people, uh, like the opportunity to... You know, either explain or ask for a retrial, which happens a lot as well, uh, because you know, life happens. Um, frequently, people get a polypaint trial, and then they think, no, I'm going to work on this project, but then it ends up they have to work on another project that they can't use polypaint for, uh, and then before you know it, the trial's over. Uh, and this email really gives them the opportunity to say, "Oh, can I please?" or not please, can I, can I give it another go? Uh, and then we can, you know, we can make that happen, uh, and get people uh, engaged that way.
1: Yeah. These are amazing insights. And if we were to like dig in and you kind of covered it, but what, what is the difference between, um, the email that comes in that says like, <laughs> I'm still here. I don't know what, the suggested thing was maybe like the emails I get a lot are like, here are five, you know, I'm your customer success rep. Like here are five tips for using our tool. Like how, why do you think um, that is like different to the kind of like your, uh, the update that you send where it's like, maybe there's like halfway. Um, Cause it seems like there is
0: a big difference, but mm-hmm. what do you think that is? So one of the things I very purposely don't do is uh, they're not like very well designed emails. They're very simple uh, because, because very well designed emails, if you receive them for a trial, they feel like work. Like if you have like a very fancy email with like a header and then like there's the face of your customer rep and it's all like neatly designed. It feels like work. Yeah. Um, whereas that email shouldn't be the work. Like trying the app should be the work. Um. So I I do send like uh, we we can go through it. I'm I'm happy to share like my my secret sauce. Um, like one day after people sign up, uh, I send an email titled "How to Get the Best Out of." Your polypaint trial. Um and that does send them to like a few pages. Uh it points them out to the like the getting started tutorial in the app. Uh and then also points them to a video of me going through that tutorial. So they have like two ways. They can do it themselves or they can watch me do it. Um and that's just to make sure like they can find the documentation. They can, <clears throat> they can, uh, or they know that I think the getting started tutorial is important. Um, then a couple of days later, I sent them an email titled quick question, which is the one where it's, it's like, you've been using it for a few days. Let me know what you like and what you don't like. Uh, And all of these, they get sent from my personal email and replies end up in my regular inbox as well. Uh, So there's no like fancy logic or system or whatever. It's just, I email you, you email me. Um, Which trips up a lot of developers as well. Like most emails I get are like, I'm not sure you'll ever read this. And then I reply in 10 minutes and they're like, whoa. But yeah, I think that's important. Like if, if I'm going to email you, then you should be able to email me as well and and get a person. Uh, I think that's a fair deal. Uh, so I, I work hard on, on making good on, good on that. Um, so then like halfway, uh, I sent them, um, an email with like a, Uh, a customer testimonial uh, which is it's my most fluff email but despite what I initially thought like a lot of people really enjoy reading that and they really enjoy like figuring out how other people use Polypane so even though it, it feels like the least useful one it still does very well on like open rate and, and click through rate, uh, and it really only links to that that user testimonial.
1: Could I, could I just ask on that testimonial? Yeah, sure.
0: Um, what what kind of is what is the testimonial? What is it? So I've done a bunch of case studies with like different companies uh, on you know how they use Polypane, what results they had um what they like. Uh, and then this is just one of them. Uh, and it's really like I just introduce the company, introduce the case study, and then link to it. Um and then tell them like if you have a similar story or if just if you're enjoying polypain, um we'd love to hear that as well. Interesting. And In the testimonial,
1: did you kind of follow that sort of practice in the same way? Like, I know sometimes you read a testimonial and it feels like, it's like, oh, before I discovered this product, I was like on the street, all my dreams are broken. (laughs) And then I discovered the product and now I'm living in a
0: palace and I drive a Ferrari. It's like... So uh, all uh, all my case studies, I I co-write with the companies and I, I do try to stick to that pattern. Um, because it's a good pattern. Like y- you can't say that how things are going now is the right way if you can't compare it to something else, right? Uh, so for example, in, in this particular use case or a case study, uh, this company has uh, like a set number of tasks they do for each website each month. And they just ask their developer to do the same tasks with Chrome versus with Polypane and then time themselves. Uh, And then we talk about that. And it turns out that what takes 30 minutes in Chrome takes six minutes in Polypane. Oh my God, that is amazing. That's like such Uh, a good...
1: I I see why people like that. That's incredible. Yeah,
0: Yeah. Uh, and that's like I, I didn't come up with that i i wish yeah. i did but yeah like the the company owner was just like no let's let's just time it let's f- try it out uh and then this how, was the result and now i how, get to tell people that this was the result yeah like how how much of the success of
1: that do you think is that it it would be like relatively easy to like disprove in a sense like i think like i feel like a developer could see that and they'd be like that would be so easy for me to go and check that I believe it, if you know what I mean. Like it's like, like you couldn't say that unless it was true because it would be so easy for people to like go in and be like, well, clearly that's, that's, you know, that's not right. Uh, It's like very visible in a sense.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and before that I did have, like I experimented with a bunch of taglines and then one of them was like, improve your workflow efficiency three times Um, because there's other case studies where things, you know, where they compare it and it went from an hour to 20 minutes um, or like three weeks to two weeks or stuff like that. Um, But like just that, no one believes. Again, because all the tools tell you like, you'll be 10 times more efficient yeah. Uh, and that never happens because that like, even if you save time, it just fills up with other stuff because of yeah. reasons in the tooling. So I, I never found that a super compelling argument, but what I do really like and, and what I think people respond to is like a real company really using the tool and talking about it. And of course, like it's a case study on my website. So they're not going to be like negative about polypane. Uh, cause that, that be really weird. Um, but they're also not exaggerating, uh, because, you know, developers can smell that from a mile away. Uh, yeah. so it makes no sense to like, try to deceive people. Uh, because as you say, like they'll find out very quickly for themselves. So yeah, why bother?
1: Yeah. It's, uh, it's really interesting.
0: Yeah. It, it's still surprising to me that, uh, people do really enjoy getting that email, like from what I see, uh, from the click throughs and the, the open rates, etc. Um, then, uh, three days before the trial ends, I sent them an email that they have three days left. So, uh, if they still want to check anything, make sure that, that they do so within those three days. And, uh, I also offer them, like, if you didn't have enough time to try polypane, just let me know and we can extend your trial. Like that's, it's, that's never an issue, an issue, but yeah, like really just that. like, I don't want to send overly long emails either. Uh, cause I. Again, I don't want to receive overly long emails. Um, yeah. And it's just like a, a quick, you know, we're still here. If you still have this on your to-do list, uh make sure to get around to it. Then I sent an email, like if they have 24 hours left. And this is where, this is my most salesy email. Uh, Because, you know, this is where they decide whether or not to, or maybe not decide, but where they have to convert to a subscription or not. Uh, so this is where I link them to an online uh, ROI calculator, uh, as well as like a template letter they can send to their manager, um, just to make it easy for people to, you know, ask their employer for for a subscription. Essentially, this is twofold so for one you know it it helps people get to that next step where they need to subscribe but it also really helps developers realize that right i can ask my employer for a license rather than paying for it myself which a surprising number of developers don't realize that like their employer is going to look uh at this and make a calculation. And that calculation, uh, I think, is very favorable to Polypane uh, because developers are expensive. Uh, so if they enjoy using Polypane and it saves them like minutes per month, then it already is a no brainer purchase for an employer. Whereas a developer themselves might compare it to like Spotify or Netflix, um, and then think, well, it's, it's as expensive as Netflix or as expensive as Spotify. That sounds like a lot. Whereas an employer yeah. looks at it and thinks, well, it's as expensive as 10 minutes of this developer's time. So why are we having this discussion? Um, so that, that email really helps. Then after the trial's ended, uh, I sent another email, like your trial's ended Here's a link to get a sp- subscription and, and that's essentially it. Uh, I think, let me just quickly check. Yeah. And then again, like always in the emails, like if you have any questions, you know, this is my literal email, just email me. Um, and then the next two emails I send two weeks out and three weeks out. Like two weeks out is, uh, you know, I noticed you didn't get a license. If there was anything missing or it wasn't the right time, you know, can you let me know? Because it would really help me out. And then three weeks later, uh, I send an email just like a general one-time email, like here's what's been happening in Polypane in the past few months or weeks. Uh, Do you want to try it again with all the new features that we've added since? do you get much of a kind of take up on that? I I do get quite a lot of uptake on that. Um, for one, like people are generally happy to say, or to tell me why, why they didn't convert or, um, what frequently happens as well, uh, which is a good ego boost is that they say, you know, I converted, but I just used my company email instead of this trial email that I, that I used. Um, Nice. And then, like the other one, uh, which is like, here's all the cool stuff we added. Um, I get, get a, a fair amount of response on that as well with people saying, like, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try it again. It wasn't the right time previously, but these features sound intriguing. Let me give it a go. That's really, really cool. That's really cool. And do you think like the
1: changes you made from where you started, is it like, is it like a, like an order of magnitude sort of better, or is it like kind of?
0: Yes. Uh, and that's, that's mostly because of the stuff I took out. So uh, like an onboarding flow only works up to the point where people say unsubscribe, like stop emailing me, um, which I then do, of course. And so I've, I've played around with the emails that I sent and also like when I sent them, which in general for developers, I found that you need to send less email. No brainer. Uh, but also less frequently. So, you know, you don't need to email them every two days. Uh, they'll be fine. Um, and then also the, the the type of email I Took out were like the, you know, quote unquote poorly performing ones. So, um, I want one email, uh, that was like, you know, do you want a personal demo of PolyPaint? Uh, which like a lot of people recommend you do, uh, because, you know, if you're in a conversation with your customer, then, you can upsell them, whatever. Um, but that's also just something that most developers really don't want. Like, no, I, I don't want to hear you talk about polypain for an hour. I have work to do. Leave me alone. So I I I tried that for a while. Uh I think like a handful of people scheduled a demo. And then like one or two actually showed up. Um, So I took it out. And then that also helped with the rest of the emails because less people uh, tuned out. Um, And then the other one that I took out was, it was kind of the same as the case study email, just a little earlier. Um, and it was like this appeal to authority, like a testimonial from like a couple of well known developers um and people also just didn't really like that, didn't really care um and it it also didn't feel very good. It was like a appeal to authority type thing, which I think gets people in the door if you're a developer tool. Like, you know, this person uses it, I'll give it a go. But then once they give it a go, they just want to, you know, see what the tool does for them and and not what the tool does for someone else. That's no longer relevant. Gets people in the door, I think. But after that, they don't really care about other people's opinion uh, of the app. Uh, So I took that out as well and then spread out the rest of the emails a little bit more
1: yeah that makes sense um and I think this is just really like an amazing like deep dive into how to do email onboarding um I really feel like I've learned a lot in this um if you had to kind of recap like the main points that you learned um
0: what would you say they were? I think the main point is if you're gonna send email uh like make sure that It's something that your audience can do something with. Uh, And that also means make it something that your audience doesn't have to immediately dismiss because it's like overly salesy, feels like work, uh, comes from a no-reply email address or in other ways sounds and looks like, you know, this is just sending, it's not it's not trying to, to do or be a conversation. So I, I really see this onboarding as, or the onboarding emails as like a two-way street. Like you're trying to evaluate Polypane uh, and I'm trying to help you with that. But then you as a developer can also help me in figuring out how to improve the app, how to make it work for you. Um, so, you know, let's let's try and get, get that going uh rather than me pushing stuff onto you uh and you just you know receiving that
1: yeah that's uh that's really good um and Killian, I think that's all we've got time for today um this is certainly like one of the most educational episodes I think we've ever done it's it's absolutely brilliant um really want to do more of this um where can people learn more, uh, about Killian and about, uh, Polypane?
0: Yeah. So, uh, you can find Polypane at polypane.app. There's a free trial. I'm going to email you a couple of times, but you can email me back. So it's all good. I have a personal blog at KillianVelkov.com where I write mostly about, uh, HTML, CSS, JavaScript stuff, uh, and, and my opinions on that uh polypane is on twitter at twitter.com slash polypane i'm on twitter at twitter.com slash kilian where it's more of the same essentially so if that sounds in- interesting to you uh come say hi
1: yeah and i think everyone listening should just sign up for the trial anyway just to see your <laughs> just to see your email <laughs> chains um And have you written anything about this as well? If anyone wants to
0: reference? um. No, I, I haven't. Um, so the, the way I write blog posts is it's something that really needs to interest me, uh, and usually that's something technical. Uh, I don't think this is like the ultimate way to do developer marketing or developer onboarding or whatever. It's just what's worked best for me so far uh so i i also don't feel like i can write a blog post and say like this is the way you should do it uh cuz no there there's probably much much better ways that i haven't discovered yet um that other people know about that that i don't so no that's not really something i i enjoy writing about so i i don't <laughs>
1: You enjoy talking about it on podcasts, though, right? Just that, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I like I I like sharing this stuff because it is complicated, and I do spend a lot of time thinking about it. So I'm 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 happy like to share that with other people, but I don't like the idea of like having to write like a guide for it or whatever. Yeah, that's fair.
1: Um, okay. Amazing. Well, thank you so much for joining Killian. Thank you for having me. Very welcome. Very welcome. Um, thanks everyone for listening and see you again soon. Bye bye.